What is the difference between Kabbalah and Hasidus? In the last couple of discussions, what I try to explain is that there's two ways of understanding something. There is a way of understanding something which is about cold objectivity. In other words, the only way you know you're able to understand it correctly is by being separate from it. What they call in science the area of the experiment. And the experimenter has to be outside the area of the experiment. And it creates an objectivity. A cold objectivity, if you will. What I explained to you was that when you use your mind to understand Hashem objectively as He's separate from you, there's a limit to how much you can understand. And the basic limit is because you can't understand Him, you can understand the world, His creation, and use the world, use His creation as the basis for understanding Him. But Kabbalah argues that you could understand godliness, you could understand Hashem, that you don't have evidence for in the world. So how does Kabbalah expect you to understand something for which you have no evidence in the world? And the answer is, you have it in your neshama. Now the Kabbalah introduces to you, the way I put it to you in the last discussion, as ain't safe, higher than the human mind. And in as much as Kabbalah introduces you to the concept of ain't safe, Kabbalah says you use your mind to access the idea of ain't safe as it is in your neshama. It's a very, very different concept of intellect. And of course, we're not going to get into the whole question of integrity and objectivity because we don't play the secular game. This is Torah. In other words, whether I'm holding by it or you're holding by it, it's emes, that there were chachomim on the highest madreges who accessed levels of ideas that they could not possibly know coldly. They could only know them from inside their neshama. We call that chachma. We call that Midas Shebechachma, we call that Re'iyah Dechachma, Madechachma, and so on. We talked about this in the Maimoran that we were learning. These are ideas that you can know from inside of yourself. Having established this difference between Chakira and Kabbalah, the Kabbalah allows you to understand ideas that the only way you know them is by knowing them inside yourself. And Chakira's argument is that the only way you know it is by knowing it as it's separate from you, we can now explore the difference between a Kabbalah and Hasidus. Kabbalah and Hasidus are both the same in this aspect. Kabbalah and Hasidus both argue that you're able to understand ideas which you cannot know from the world, you can know them from the Torah, and the way you understand them is because you appreciate the, uh, the ideas that they are in your Neshama. There's a lot of nice words like Hafla and Mufla that Hasidus uses, and of course need to be studied and analyzed in order to appreciate the profundity of this concept of comprehension but it is nevertheless uh, intellectual comprehension so having said that now comes the question so why is Hasidus different or why is Hasidus superior to Kabbalah so I'm going to read a few lines of a sikha from the previous Rebbe from the spring of 1940 of Tafshin the Rebbe came to America uh, right before Purim. And uh, I believe he spent that Pesach in Lakewood. 
and he spoke Sikhs and he wrote those Sikhs down. The previous Rebbe used to write his own Sikhs in many cases. And the fact was that he spoke very briefly and he wrote very elaborately. And at, at least part of the reason for that was that he had difficulty speaking at that time in his life. He would sometimes speak for five minutes and write an essay, which would be pages and pages, which was what he meant to say in those few minutes. And during these early weeks of his being in America, when he first arrived in America, he asked the question, what is a chassid and what is chassidus? What's a chassid and what is chassidus? This is in Sefer HaSichet. Kayetz Tafshir is literally weeks after he came to New York, page 26. And the question being asked is, Mahu Chassidus? What is Chassidus? A little later on, he asks the question, Vos is a Chassid? So he tells a story, and I'm going to read to you a few lines from an opinion stated by an incredible great Chassid who was a big Moscow, but also a very serious Avid, whose name was Abgeshen Bed. I'm reading it inside. Kabbalah labels all of the Svidas, all of the Midas of Elokus, and all of the Madregas of Elokus. Teres HaChakira, the philosophical model, argues that there are ideas which are beyond Svidas and beyond Pratsuvim, and argues Iliadaita Ravisa. That what is beyond the Sfiris and the beyond the Patsufim is impossible to know. Vetoires ha Chasidus and Chasidus himtsio es ha Hasogo hamufshato provides the ability to to understand or to reach in the abstract so that Yedaitev Avisa, that the levels of godliness that that Chakira says, Vedera Hashlila. You cannot know because Yedaitev Avisiv. In Chasidus, you can know them. So, first, Kameshahu Basaga Dinevshalakis, as they understood in the Neshama. And second, Ayedeyegiyas Nefesh, Vyegiyas Bosa, Bavedeshabalev, through very hard work with the Neshama and with the Guf, Basaga Gamura, the person can understand it in his mind, meaning to say, even in his Nefeshabahamis. And then he concludes, and Dan Filtman as Yedaitev Avisiv, a person is able to know Hashem. Because he experiences how he's one with Hashem. I just read like seven lines and I translated these seven lines. And basically, this is what we read. We read this. Kabbalah allows you to understand godliness. And the minute you're talking about understanding godliness, you're not talking about cold and abstract understanding. In other words, you're not understanding something that's separate from you. You cannot understand the safe as something which is separate from you because you don't know what that is. The only way you can understand concepts in Kabbalah is by appreciating them inside yourself, inside your neshama. But Kabbalah gives you safe. Kabbalah gives you godliness by helping you cross the bridge, so to speak, between the mind and the neshama. So that you should be able to understand these ideas in as much as they are in spheres, that means in attributes, midas, and worlds. In other words, form. Kabbalah brings godliness to the person. And again, the key to understanding it is, the only way one understands Kabbalah is by understanding it, by knowing it from inside of himself in an intimate way. I don't mean cold intellect. I mean warm intellect. Experiencing in his mind the light of his neshama. But Kabbalah only allows you to do that in as much as the godliness is available in Caleb and Vessel. 
And of course, what comes after Kabbalah is the following argument. When you understand godliness inside of yourself, and as such you can relate to the Sfiris of Elokos and to the Pratsufim of Elokos, you also understand that there is what's beyond the Sfiris and what's beyond the Pratsuf. So therefore, even though Kabbalah is allowing you to understand godliness in a way which is not part of worldliness, but at least it's part of form. And that there is the formless, which is beyond the form, which Kabbalah does not allow you to know. Chassidus, says Zeb Gershon Bez, makes the impossible possible. Chassidus teaches how the Hafshata, that means the godliness, which is beyond the Sfiris, can also be experienced first in the Neshama, and through Avodah can be experienced in the human mind. In other words, Kabbalah explains to you Hishtalshalos, and Hasidus explains to you what's higher than Hishtalshalos. Like I mentioned to you in one of my earlier little schmoozen that uh, the Alter Rebbe used to teach all kinds of Maimari Hasidus. And one of the Hasidim asked the Alter Rebbe if he would give Shiurim on Eitzchayim, on Kabbalah of that Ezo. And the Alter Rebbe answered that as I told you then, he spoke everything with Anigin, Vos is Eitzchayim Hishtalshalos. Eitzchayim talks about form, godliness. In other words, the meaning of the word godliness means concepts that you cannot know coldly and objectively. You can only know them intimately and personally by going into your neshama. But nevertheless, even though you're understanding these spiritual and godly ideas by finding in your neshama, you're relating to them only to the degree that they have some kind of a form, some kind of an access to you because of a limitation. Mi'ered nechad nochechad. The Alter Rebbe means to say in Chesidus the Ein Seif, which is higher than the Sfiris, is also discussed. And this uh, argument is something that a person like me cannot prove. The reason a person like me cannot prove it is because I don't fully understand what I just told you. I, I read to you a piece of the Sikha and I intend to put it up so you can read it. Um, and, and I'll be very frank. You can keep asking me questions. I can't keep answering them. We, we, there's a limit to how many times we can stump the rabbi on the same stump, as it were. Um, but one of the places where you see this very plainly is Chesidus speaks of Madreges that Kabbalah does not talk about. True, it's a fact. Um, there, there's a limit, you know, in the Kisvei Harizal, when he talks about Simsamarishin, and he talks about Malchus de Insaf, and he's so apologetic, and he's so uh, indirect about how he talks about it, that Izal, when he talks about Lifniat Simsum, gets very nervous by the fact that he's speaking about Madregis Lifniat Simsum, and he says, In other words, we really have no idea what's going on Lifniat Simsum, we just know from after the Simsum what must be Lifniat Simsum. And in Hasidus, there's many Madregis Lifniat Simsum that are discussed and that are explained and so forth and so on. And just to finish, there, there was a, a series of Sikhs that the Rebbe spoke in 1985, where he discussed what he called Simsum that are before the Simsum Arishim. And in those Sikhs, he said that even though Hasidus speaks about so many Madregis that are what Kabbalah does not talk about, Hard Nechachmas HaKabbalah, even in Chesidus, there is also the Kaudah Lekim Hastedavah. And the Dvash Lechol of Tachas I mean to say, even in Chesidus, there's a certain point beyond which we say 
uh, we don't go and we cannot understand. Uh, there's more for me to discuss on the subject, which I will do in the next couple of sessions, but I apologize for not being more elaborate. This forum doesn't allow for more elaborate discussion.